the Father we never knew. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Within the opening verses of each of the Apostle Paul's letters sits this same wonderful statement, Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. There then follows words that have changed the lives of countless millions, but all those words are built on this foundation, God our Father. There, in three little words, God our Father is proclaimed the heights to which men and women have been raised in Christ. For there is no higher life than the life of someone who knows God to be their Father, through receiving the life of His Son. This was the truth that Paul himself lived from, his union with Christ. He declared to the Colossians that his life and theirs was hidden with Christ in God, and he exhorted them to think from and so live from that high place, heaven's perspective, to live life from union with God, not separation from Him. To live life from a place of separation from God is to live a life of religious self-effort that only brings condemnation, frustration, division, and death. Above all people, Paul knew what it was like to live from there. Perhaps it's not surprising that he places this revelation, the church's union with Christ first. After all, was this not the first truth that Jesus himself spoke to Paul? Back then, on that road to Damascus, he was Saul of Tarsus, a religious zealot, someone who believed in God but did not know him, on his way to Damascus to persecute Christians, to persecute the church. Suddenly Jesus appeared to him and spoke seven words that were as alien to Saul's belief, his life, as light is to darkness. They are recorded in Acts 9 verse 4. Jesus said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Jesus spoke from a heavenly perspective. You see, in heaven, everyone knows that the church has been raised together with Christ and now sits together with him in God. This light of revelation from heaven was so alien to the darkness Saul lived in that he went blind. His eyes did not open again until a disciple called Ananias, filled with the Holy Spirit, once again addressed Saul from God's heavenly perspective and called him Brother Saul. In a very real way, that is what happens with every believer. By the grace of God, the Holy Spirit reveals to them Christ, the wisdom of God and the power of God. This revelation comes when the gospel is preached as good news, not good advice. Good news is the news of what God has done for us. Good advice is only news of what men think we should do for God. This good news of what God has done for us is the news that through Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself and is now no longer counting men's sins against them. But to the religious mind, the mind trained up to think that God is holding your sins against you 
and it is your job to atone for your sins through living right, this news that salvation, union with God, is a gift to be received, not a life to be achieved, is too bright. It is so bright that those of us who have lived for years in the shadows of religion cannot immediately take it in. You know, in Wales many years ago, ponies were used deep underground in the mines to pull carts of coal. They were stabled underground and they lived in semi-darkness for long periods, sometimes only being brought to the surface during the annual holiday. When the time came for these pit ponies to be brought above ground, they had to be taken up at night because the broad daylight would have been too much for them. They needed the light to dawn slowly to enable their vision to become accustomed to their bright, colorful new world. Jesus knew there was only so much that his disciples could take in at one time. And so he promised them that when the Holy Spirit came, he would progressively lead them up into the glorious truth of the gospel, God's heavenly vision of them. The greatest vision any man or woman can have of themselves is God's vision of them in Christ. It is a vision so bright that the Holy Spirit must take us by the hand and gently lead us step by step upward out of the dark pit of loneliness and fear, of self-consciousness and self-righteousness, out of religion, out of religious self-effort and out into the bright fields of a life lived with Christ beneath an open heaven. Our Heavenly Father sees Himself as our Father and He would have us see the same, that we may live in the light of our Sonship so that the world in darkness would see that light, His fatherhood, His life in our lives. Very often though in churches when people talk about vision and making vision statements, what we mostly mean is talking about what we're doing for God. Now there's nothing wrong with having such plans and getting excited over that vision. There is a place for planning wisely ahead, but that is not the vision that will cause people to shine as God intended. There is only one vision that lights up a life with the light of God, and it's not a vision of the great things we may or may not do for God. It is the vision of what God has done for us and in us through Christ. He has made us to be sons of God. That is his vision of us. The highest vision that a man or woman can live by is God's vision of them. As your life can rise no higher than your vision, then the highest quality of life any person can live is to live believing that God is their Father. When a man or woman begins to see that vision, that God as their loving Father no longer has to be cajoled or persuaded to bless his children, but has already handed over to us all that he has in Christ, then they are set free from the deep pits of self-effort that religion had them dig. To know God as their Father, not their manager, births them into a higher life, the life of God, and the contentment and the joy and the confidence and the courage and love and peace and patience that revelation brings lights up their lives. Now the kingdom of darkness draws back wherever that child of God goes and whenever they speak because darkness cannot stand in the light. A lie has no power 
over anyone who knows the truth of their life in the Son, that they are already hidden with Christ in God, and that whatever tragedy may assault them in this world, it cannot now separate them from God. For in Christ, the darkness of separation has been swallowed up by the light of union. Death has been swallowed up by the very life of God, Christ. You know, Paul was a man who saw and so spoke from heaven's perspective, words from the very Spirit of God. Let me finish by reading you such words from heaven, words that sum up your heavenly Father's vision of you in Christ. They are recorded in the first four verses of the third chapter of Paul's letter to the Colossians. Here are words that will lift you up into heaven. Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth, for you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Now, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ.